Red Apple Media Podcast Network presents This is Protecting America. Now, here's Emmy winning journalist Rita Cosby. Welcome to another edition of Protecting America. Nearly 2 million illegal immigrants crossed into the U.S. last fiscal year. And that's just the ones that law enforcement knows about. There are so many reports of flights with migrants flown in the middle of the night to various U.S. cities. And that open border, courtesy of the Biden administration's policies, has become a major national security issue. And joining us now to talk about her many visits to the U.S.-Mexico border is Sarah Carter, of course, the great Fox News contributor and amazing award-winning journalist. She also is host of her own podcast, The Sarah Carter Show. Sarah, great to have you here. It's so great to be with you, Rita. Thank you so much for having me on. I mean, this has been a really busy news cycle for all of us. Yeah, it sure has. And you have been very busy. You have spent a lot of time at our southern border. You've been there, what, since, what, 2003. I just want to have your sense of how concerned you are right now, because we look at it. It's I've been down there. It is wide open. It's frightening. It is. I've, I don't think I've ever been as concerned in my life as I am right now for what's happening at the border. And the reason I say that is because I have been going to the border since 2003. I know you've also been traveling to Mexico and the U.S. border in your reporting. Um, and there's always been an element of danger. You know, my coverage has focused on everything from the narcotics trafficking, the drug cartels, Eventually, that morphed into the nexus between uh, narcotics organizations and what the DEA and CIA were concerned about is that kind of nexus between them and terror organizations or terrorist organizations taking advantage of uh, the very lackadaisical border situation. Um, And it always depended. It was fluctuating between administrations. So whether it was the Bush administration or the, you know, going into the Obama administration and eight years of Obama, and then, you know, of course, Trump, and then now we have uh, Biden. I've never seen it this bad. And uh, I, and I, it's not just my own personal observation. And I pretty much can say that in 2021, I spent the majority of my time on the U S Mexico border um, uh, for Fox news, but I, you know, Also, you know, just in my own reporting um, and talking to Border Patrol agents and speaking to Immigration and Customs Enforcement officers, uh, as well as other federal law enforcement officers, you know, people that I know in the DEA, people that I know in the intelligence community and even in the Defense Department. The concern is, I would say, a thousandfold. And why? Because the Biden administration basically went from what President Trump had put in place. And he, in his last year, I think it was he that the Trump administration was the strongest where they put in place, you know, uh, Title 42, remain in Mexico. Uh, there was uh, a lot of security at the border. There was a lot less people being released. Now, we saw pretty much an end in somewhat to catch and release. I mean, there was still a lot of things that needed to be fixed. But overall, I think that the Trump administration was was really pushing for border security and holding Central American governments as well as the Mexican government accountable, working with them and saying, look, you want help from us? You've got to help us stop the flow at the border. And then 
in comes the Biden administration and just flips it upside down on its head, Rita. I go down there, and not only is there a humanitarian crisis where children are being abused and women are being abused, and frankly, men as well are being utilized. I mean, there's human slavery. We're seeing an increase in that in the United States. Um, sexual abuse, uh, the loss of life, um, but the amount of narcotics flowing into our country and contraband and the escalation of violence should terrify everyone. It is not just the border, but it's across the entire United States. And frankly, we're all paying a price for it. And it's only Biden's first year. You know, just as you point out, you're right. It's only been one year. It's amazing. And everybody, we're talking to the great journalist, Sarah Carter, who spent so much time at the border, knows it so well. The other thing, I also get calls all the time from folks on my show, Sarah. They always say, you know what, how do you, you know, reconcile the fact that in America, you know, there are the mandates on vaccinations and masks. And yet you look at what's going on in the southern border and they're basically a free for all. They cross the border. Um, We know that they have a high rate of coronavirus. Um, We know that they're not the restrictions on them. They're the flights in the middle of the night, you know, into places all over the country. Uh, It really is such a double standard. Oh, it is. It is. And it's it's really frightening, Rita, because the, the, the thing that you notice more than anything, and especially when I was covering the border, even before all of the stories started coming out and, and even on Fox, even before we started breaking those stories. Let me give you an example. I would go I would go to a motel in McAllen, Texas, or stay at a place near like Sasa Bay, Arizona, a small town or stay in small motels. I, I don't stay in fancy hotels by any means. I stay in regular, everyday American motels and hotels. And I'm not going to give any names right now because um, you don't want to be able to protect those establishments. But the United States government was basically buying out the rooms, buying out the rooms for these hotels. And if people showed signs, those are be illegals that have come into the country, migrants that have come into the country, showed signs of COVID or if they ran out of space at the facilities because they couldn't keep people in these spaces because it was just so many people. Think about this, 1.7 million apprehensions in the last fiscal year, and that's what we know about. So I would go to the hotel, and then I would notice that maybe the second or third floor were unavailable, and I'd see nurses coming out, and I was like, what's going on? And nobody would, you know, the hotel management wouldn't want to tell me. They would say, well, you can have the first floor, but we can't let you have the second and third. Or, and then we'd start to find out, and the stories started leaking, and people figured out that they were being taken care of if they had COVID, if they had shown signs of COVID. If there was no sign yet of COVID, and people were crossing the border, now it's just catch and release, catch and release. People are just processed through the system as fast as possible, and they're released. And I can tell you this. It's happening right now. There is no way that anybody is being held. And this is like just people that they are maybe turning themselves into Border Patrol. We've seen it in Arizona. I was just there recently. I was here in Texas along the border. um, And I I was talking to Immigration and Customs Enforcement officers as well as BP. They're letting them go. They're saying, hey, Sarah, look, we're not holding them for more than a week. We give them a notice to appear at court. This is far worse than anything we've ever done or notice to report to an ICE office. And we just send these people out into the country. We don't test them for anything. 
And in fact, Rita, Jenny Tara, actually, she worked for me for three years. She was uh, with me at uh, SarahCarter.com, but Jenny works now for the Daily Caller. She just broke a story uh, showing that uh, people that are illegals are using their warrants. So if they have a warrant, like basically for arrest in the United States, they can use that as identification to board regular commercial flights. I saw that. That is outrageous. Yeah, I'm so proud of Jenny for breaking that story because it's such an important story. They can use these, uh, you know, basically uh, their warrants for arrest on a commercial flight. And we saw with Senator Blackburn and others, you know, that uh, especially Governor DeSantis spoke about it, all these midnight flights into other states where they're just releasing people. So you have to ask yourself, why is this happening? Why has the border been so completely dismantled that our Border Patrol agents, our federal agents, others as well, who are supposed to be doing their job, protecting the United States, have their hands tied behind their backs in such a way that there is no stop to the flow? No stop. And I can tell you this right now, there's over a thousand. um, We have over 1,000, I believe, people right now, give or take. Uh, that have just crossed the border from Honduras into Guatemala. I've spoken with my sources both in Honduras and in Guatemala, and they are heading here to the United States. Wow. So like another almost like a a another Del Rio bridge situation, you know? Oh, absolutely. Another one. And and this time, the folks that crossed uh, were very aggressive. Uh, According to Guatemalan officials I spoke to on Saturday, they were throwing uh, glass bottles and rocks. Uh, When they asked them, why are you doing this? What are you doing? They said, Biden's going to let us stay. Biden's going to let us in. And that is the same statement that our Border Patrol agents are getting when uh, the people cross into the United States. I think the difference between the Obama administration that I'm hearing, though, and the Biden administration is that even during Obama, when President Obama kind of got caught with all of those you know, DACA kids, you know, the DREAM Act and people were flowing in. He eventually was like, okay, I, you know, I got to do something publicly. He wasn't, he wasn't going to continue with that flow. He was going to try to make some kind of gesture. And that's what, you know, I'm hearing from Border Patrol agents and uh, ICE agents that I've interviewed, you know, that it was a little bit different than he was trying to sneak people in. But when he got caught publicly, there was always some kind of like from the administration, well, we're going to put a stop to it. This time around, they say there's no putting a stop to it. They're just allowing it to get far worse. And they're making it even harder for the agents to stop the flow. So you got to think about it. A lot of people are just letting people go. They're not. And and what about all the gotaways? Why is that? And what do you believe? You know, it's interesting. I've had a lot of the big immigration and border experts on my show, um, Mark Morgan and Chad Wolf and a number of others. And they have basically said that they believe that this is sort of a master plan, if you will, because they can't understand why else this would be happening. Because just as you said, you know, they're continuing it, almost shamelessly continuing it. And they believe part of it is maybe to beef up voter rolls, to have more people in America, to have people who they think will be sympathetic to their policies. What are you surmising? What are you hearing from folks on the ground? And I know, by the way, I know um, even next week um, you've got a a big scoop. If you can kind of give us a little bit of a tease of what that is. Right, right. So I'm very excited next week. um, I have a source that is uh, 
with the Department of Homeland Security, somebody who wants to speak out, who believes that the people who he has worked with closely, as well as on the border, you know, uh, a senior, a senior person, uh, believes that the Biden administration is basically, basically not only tied their hands, but put their lives in danger and put the American people's lives in danger. We're going to have like a three-part uh, series on that on Hannity, uh, Fox News next week. And I hope everybody can watch that because I think the information that this person is going to deliver is vital. And I want people who are listening, I know your listeners understand this. This is not just about the border. This isn't just about border communities and what happens in Texas and Arizona and California. Although there are people here that are directly affected by that, as well as people in Mexico that are directly affected by the increased uh, narcotics wars and drug trafficking and, and the pain and suffering is on both sides of the border, believe me. But the warning that this person gives is for everybody across the country. And, you know, this is when you when you ask me why you've talked to Chad Wolf, you've talked to Tom Homan, you've talked to people, Mark Morgan, all of these, you know, top dogs uh, who are who are focused on uh, immigration, who are focused on the border, whose work has been about protecting our U.S. border. I actually am in agreement with them. You know, I, I have to believe that when a government allows their border, their sovereignty to just fall apart. It has to be because they're allowing everybody in at the expense of the American people and its national security to benefit them somehow politically, financially. I mean, I think there are a lot of areas that we need to be really looking at right here. But I do believe there's a political element of building up a voter base. Because when you think think about it, Rita, I mean, they have the Border Patrol mandate right now. Border Patrol agents are worried they're going to be fired, right, if they don't get the booster shot and get their double vaccines. And, you know, they have to follow all these rules. And by the way, we were forced under those same rules, thank God for, you know, the Supreme Court and the ongoing fight, you know, for our freedom. But, you know, the, the, the administration was very hard on the American people. Absolutely. And and what a contrast to the folks who are crossing the border. Not even a question. Nobody is tested. Nobody is asked any questions. People are boarding flights with their warrants. People are boarding flights without identification. And by the way, there have been people caught at that border, two men from Yemen and California, when that leaked by Border Patrol, that were connected that were connected, uh, according to Interpol, to terrorist organizations. And another gentleman that was apprehended here in Texas uh, from Saudi Arabia, who was connected to um, uh, terrorist organizations or people connected to terrorist organizations in Yemen. And those are just three people that we know of. That border is wide open. And there are people coming across that border from 150 countries. This isn't just folks from Guatemala, Mexico, El Salvador, or Honduras, our neighbors, which I believe we need to do so much more with in an effort to to heal all of these wounds on the Western Hemisphere. There's a lot of issues here that our government needs to pay attention to. But there are people coming from 150 nations, and a lot of there's a lot of people in there that are not coming here with the best of intentions. Um, and there are some people in there that are coming here with intentions to harm uh, Americans and and destroy the West. Let's just be frank. Al-Qaeda still exists. ISIS still exists. You know, there are terrorist organizations out there that are continuing to plot and plan. 
We saw that in Texas here with that gentleman, that terrorist that took the synagogue hostage. Thank God nobody lost their life. But we are really sitting on a ticking time bomb when it comes to that border. And uh, I mean, and I, I think we've only touched the tip of the iceberg with this. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYC. Yeah, which is really frightening. One of the other things, too, of course, and you touched on it, is narcotics of what's been happening. Um, one of the issues, as we've seen, is fentanyl, uh, synthetic opioid. Right. And you've done some amazing coverage, um, Sarah, where I have seen where you were showing basically it was like a pile of fentanyl and 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 even just a small amount showing the devastation and the impact and how toxic it is to uh, especially young people in America who think that they're getting something from somebody on the street. It's laced with fentanyl and deadly consequences. 100% Rita. So just so everybody out there understands this, and I, I hope it saves someone's life. I hope you share this with your families, for your listeners to share it with their families. There are counterfeit pills out on the street by the millions, guys, by the millions. There are counterfeit pills out there that look like Percocet. They look just like Oxycontin. They look just like Xanax. They look just like Adderall. And, but they are, not, they are not real. They are counterfeit. And they contain fentanyl. And just to put this into perspective, I mean, fentanyl in its, like, two milligrams of fentanyl is just like a slight powder. You would barely even see it. That's enough to kill a grown man. That's a potentially lethal dose. When the DEA... Um, sequestered the pills last year, pills that they've taken off the street, 42% of those pills, those counterfeit pills that they pulled off the street, tested, they tested them for fentanyl and they contained at least two milligrams of fentanyl. People are losing their children. One kilogram of fentanyl, which is what you were talking about, I showed on Sean's show. That one kilogram of fentanyl has the potential to literally kill half a million people. 500,000 people in its pure form. It literally is a weapon of mass destruction. Wow. For the first time, the DEA is saying, hey, guys, wake up. We are warning you that people are dying and that people will die. And by the way, all you have to do is look at what's happened right now. China is the number one, China, the number one exporter of precursor fentanyl which means the chemicals that make fentanyl. And guess what? China is sending it, the precursor chemicals to Mexico. The Mexican drug cartels are mixing up their batches. They are selling the pills because, hey, guess what? One pill, $30, right? 30 to $50 a pill. And you can bring in fentanyl so much easier than you can heroin or anything else. And by the way, you have a bigger market, right? People are more willing to take pills than they are to shoot up heroin. But they, what you got to realize is that This isn't coming from a pharmacy. You know, a lot of people take a pill. I've I've talked to so many parents whose children have died thinking that they've taken an Adderall that was, you know, prescribed by a doctor or a fentanyl that was given to someone by their doctor. 
I can't tell the difference. I went to the lab. I was at the Houston lab. Rita, I sat there. I was looking at it. I was just like, I could not tell the difference between a counterfeit pill and a real pill. And um, I was actually looking at the oxycodone, you know, tablet. And I, I couldn't tell the difference. And the lab tech who worked at the crime lab, who is an expert in this, said, hey, Sarah, guess what? The majority of times we can't even tell the difference until we test it. That's pretty scary. That is really frightening. And just like you even described, like just to see it, I remember seeing it. I'm like, to think of the the impact of killing half a million and how much a lot of the young people are not even aware of it and the whole process as you're talking about with China and so forth. Why would the Chinese government be allowing precursor chemicals to enter Mexico to then be manufactured by Mexican drug cartels to be supplied to the United States with an increase of 38% of overdoses. There was a 38% increase in the United States. And, um, and these are poisons, right? These are literally pills that are poisonous. Uh, you have to ask yourself, why? What is the purpose for China? And by the way, the Chinese government, this is according to a report done by the United States government in 2021 in August, It was an Economic Security Review Commission uh, conducted a report that actually stated that uh, the Chinese were laundering the money for the Mexican drug cartels. Wow. So so think about think about the concept of that. Right. Think about that. So that's just for parents out there to warn your kids to not take a pill. They're playing Russian roulette. Uh, Their friends may promise them that the pill is from a doctor, but you never know. And, uh, you know, you got to scare them. You got to scare your family, your friends and your kids, because I've talked to too many parents who've lost their children, too many people who've lost a mom or dad, all because they thought they were taking a Percocet or a Xanax, you know? That is frightening. And before I let you go, Sarah Carter, um, what do you think is in store for now, 2022, uh, this new year at the border? What are you expecting? You know, I'm expecting it to get worse before it gets better, Rita. I'm I'm really concerned. I think that our U.S. intelligence officials, as well as foreign intelligence, has their eye very securely <laughs> focused on the border because there's a lot of concern that uh, the uh, not not just the cartels are taking advantage of it, but of course, uh, possible terrorist organizations are looking at how lackadaisical and how porous the border is. I do think you're going to hear a lot more people speaking out. Um, and I think in the end, the, it, what's happened at the border uh, on top of everything else we've seen nationally is, is going to be really the end for the Democrats this year come midterms. I think the American people are just beyond fed up. And uh, we see that both with independents as well as uh, Democrats. And I think that for I think you're going to hear, in my personal view, just a regular American who lives here now in the great state of Texas. um, I think you're going to see more and more people speaking up, just like we saw the parents in Loudoun County, Virginia. You're going to start hearing more people here at the border speak up and stand up um, because we don't want to lose our country. And we certainly don't want to see people suffer. And if you care about the border and you care about people, you want to you want to put a stop to this. You want to enforce the rules that are already there, enforce the laws that are in place. Um, And I, I just unfortunately, I don't see the Biden administration doing that unless the American people actually hold them accountable. 
And I agree with you that I think the American people are fed up and are speaking out. And it is a big election year. And I think it's going to be a huge, huge issue. Sarah Carter, you are awesome. Thank you for all the hard work and for just your firsthand reporting there on the front lines. And love having you here on Protecting America. Thanks for everything you do. Well, thank you so much, Rita. Thank you so much. I look forward to being back on the show. And I appreciate all the work you do to save lives as well and get the information out there. I appreciate that. Thank you, Sarah. Thanks so much. And everybody, I'll be back soon with another great edition of Protecting America. And of course, you can catch me every weeknight, 10 p.m. to midnight on the legendary WABC Radio. This is Rita Cosby, and thanks for all you do to protect America. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.